0: busy news day. Welcome aboard. Lights out. Welcome to another edition of the F1 Starting Grid. I am Brock Young. Right there is the Chaz Day. How you doing man?
1: I'm good. I get to be the because Mike's not here so I'm great.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. Absolutely welcome. But at least we had some racing over the weekend. We'll talk about that here in a minute but we got some big news going on. Some shuffling around on the grid. Starting off with Botas going to Afromeo. Um jazz your thoughts on that, man. Oh boy. Uh Hey he's out of Mercedes, so
1: Yeah. So I, I don't know. As soon as it happened, I uh, I reached out to you guys and I basically told you exactly how I feel about uh about the change. Um look I, I wish him I was gonna say I wish him all the best. I, I don't really. I, I wish him good riddance and uh you know he can he can uh you know do his best somewhere else. I, I I just don't think that uh after this season, I don't think that we'll hear very much from him. He's he'll be he'll be a, a gros genre, um type driver where he's just taking up a seat for way too long he'll probably because of his his reputation um at mercedes which is just being at mercedes right like just by virtue Mm -hmm. of being at mercedes i think he'll be able to keep a seat for a long time anywhere else um and it may just because he's he's so knowledgeable having been at a championship team for so long um technically he is a, a champion in a way right every uh years that he was there they won the constructors So he's got a a lot of knowledge and a lot of insight that could improve a lot of teams. Um, It won't improve any of the teams, but um, (laughs) they'll, uh, they'll keep him around. And uh, again, much like a, like a Grosjean, he'll just be there for like, I I realized maybe last season or two seasons ago that uh, how long Grosjean had been in, in formula one. And I'm like, how is that possible? Like he was, he was terrible. He was terrible. At least for the last five years, he's been he's been terrible. So anyways, I, I just don't think he'll do anything uh very impressive or noteworthy in the in the years to come.
0: Well to be fair, and I'm I'm gonna put a disclaimer here, I don't think Alfa Romeo will get out the bottom next season or for many seasons to come personally. I don't know do you know how long Botas signed an agreement with Alfa Mayo for?
1: That's a good question. While you give your uh, your thoughts, I can I can look it up.
0: Okay, well, uh, opposed to Kimi Raikkonen, which Kimi Raikkonen just did something for Kimi Raikkonen. Mm-hmm. Um, Botas is a team player, much more than Kimi, in a sense. So the wealth of knowledge he has from Mercedes, he can come to Alfa Romeo and try to make that a better team as much as possible. Um, said before, I don't think they'll get out the bottom too much. Uh, they may have like a like this season you see some sort of sporadic replacement with Kimi and uh, uh, Antonio Giovinetti to come into the top 10 and make a few points. I feel that maybe a little bit more than that in 2022 and 2023, depending on how well they developed this, the new car with Ferrari. But for the most part, um, I think Botas will probably give a little bit more than Kimi did to Alfa so I think that's a plus for Afromeo, in, in a sense. Um, now, Chaz, you did text us earlier this week, and you and want, we're going to talk about this when we get to our predictions. So i got something you know, special lined up for you if you want to do this. But you said, I predict Botas will never see another podium in F1 after this season. Absolutely. OK. Um,
1: do you disagree?
0: I don't know. I want, I want to say no. Since my head says no, my heart says yes. So I won't probably go with no. But if I if I had to choose between the two, but
1: for the most my part, my my heart says how sway
0: like Kanye. I, I don't
1: <laughs> I don't know how.
0: How sway? And the news I wish Mike was here for. Russell is confirmed to go to Mercedes after Toss is leaving. I mean, it was almost happening the same day. Mm-hmm. I think that is a smart move. I think uh, Total Wolf is looking to the future, and that future is George Russell at Mercedes for many years to come. And that's where Russell wants to be. Your thoughts on that, Jazz? We uh,
1: we knew it was going to come. Uh, it's great news for Mercedes fans. I think what. Um, what is interesting, though, is uh, it now makes. I think it makes um, Hamilton. So all of this, like moving around, uh, makes Hamilton the uh, the second oldest on the grid, which is interesting. Um, so I just it, it's it's part of the nature of uh, of Formula One. You know, people come in, people go out. Um, but uh, Russell is phenomenal. He's the best. Um, he's one of the the, the best young drivers by, by a long
0: shot. Absolutely. In fact, there was a, a picture on Twitter that uh, I think it was back in 2007 or eight when uh, Lewis Hamilton won his first World Championship, or it was around that season with McLaren, mm-hmm. that you see George Russell as a little kid trying to get his autograph. Yeah. It was just amazing to see that
1: <laughs> those yeah. two were teammates. You know. How how um, full circle is that? And I did I did was able I wasn't able to find anything on his contract. Everything online just says it's a multi year deal, but so I don't mm. see anything with saying uh, exactly how long. the the The, uh, the language that everyone's using is multi year deal, but uh, I, I don't see anyone actually saying how many years.
0: On that note, I appreciate you guys voting on Twitter this week. Uh, one of the most votes we had in a while. So, and most votes came in before the announcement happened, but you guys said with fifty 45.7% uh, said Botas will vote out for Mayo. So, y'all already predicted that. And <laughs> with it was 42.6 to Williams and 11.7 to other. Uh, so, majority of you guys got it right. Amazing. And it's actually, I think, the second time we let off with the Twitter question of the week because we made news even before it happened. Go figure. (laughs) Uh, Now, the question was, I posted also on Twitter, uh, with Botas going to Alfa Romeo that leaves Williams with two open seats, at least for the time being. Then um, you guys also posted on Twitter for us. And thank you for that. Some of the comments says uh, from Vandam, our friend Vandam, Nicholas Latifi will keep the seat. And I reckon Al- Al- Alex Albon will get the vacant Williams seat. Cabanello also uh, posted to Twitter, the business tech model changes with a large investment group owning them. If Williams wants to win, they can't keep being a Mercedes-Benz junior team. I bet Albon, because of experience, gets the Williams seat. I wouldn't be surprised if. Honda Red Bull engine will come with that deal to Williams because of Alex Albon. Uh, and F1 USA says, honestly, I think it will be Nicholas De DeVries and Alex Albon at this point. If they have a decent car, that'll be a mega lineup. Now they posted all these comments before the news was announced. It was announced earlier that uh, both Williams seats have been taken up in uh, one day, one uh, the TV will remain at Williams, of course, and uh, Alex Albon will take the other one. So, I think all those predictions have come true. So, um, what's your thoughts on that, man?
1: Man, I feel, I feel, uh, I feel for Alex Albon. He is like, he is sliding. His momentum is going in the wrong direction.
0: So you don't think Williams will be much of a contender in 2022?
1: Um, did you say 2032? No, I don't think that they'll <laughs> be a contender.
0: Well, it'll be interesting to see. He does bring some experience, but he's been out of the seat. He's been out of 401 seat for a while. So unless he gets some practice in the offseason, yeah, I don't think – I mean, Williams has – potential to move up, and one of the Twitter posts said that they, to be successful, and I agree with that, and I've been saying this for a while, that Williams needs to get out of the, uh, of the shadow of Mercedes and be their own team again. Understand Mercedes has junior teams, Red Bull has junior teams, Ferrari has junior teams, but Williams has that legacy with them from many years ago, and I yeah. hate to see them being that junior team
1: so it's it's better to i think it's better to have the like be in the shadow of, of greatness than be on your own and have no one care about you i mean what would williams be on their own right now they, they don't have the technical ability to really develop an engine worth uh, talking about <laughs> so they have to source from uh from well i mean they have to source an engine from someone obviously um yeah they just I don't know I don't don't know how well actually I was going to say I don't know how they get better but 2022 is um, a reset so to speak where everybody's got an opportunity to um, find a little bit of equity
0: and also we said this before too that 2025 I believe there's a new power unit coming in and rumored that and for everybody oh i didn't know about that yeah it's, it's gonna be a new power unit uh a new um it, it's gonna be over overwhelmed just like the v6 hybrid era this is right. a new power unit altogether too so with that that's one of the things that is interesting to volkswagen to bring come back into formula one either under the audi or porsche umbrella and another thing we discuss also is some higher ups at Williams uh, have worked with Volkswagen in the past in other racing forms. So they have established relationship. So Williams may go with the, the route of Volkswagen and have their power unit and just be out out there and not be under Mercedes. So that'll be a very interesting situation there. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they what they happen. Is I'm kind of surprised they're playing musical chairs right now with everybody. Uh, for the most part, it's set. Everybody has their seat right now, except for the last one at uh, Alfa Romeo. So
1: yeah. <clears throat> um, also, the second seat at Aston, right? Alongside, uh, alongside Fettel.
0: Uh, I think they feel that it could be wrong. I think Stroll will go back into that. That's a good That's a good point. In fact, I want to talk about this here in a minute. This is one thing I wanted to s- discuss earlier with Mike and you guys about Williams, but uh, we could talk about Alfred Mayo in that second seat with them because Nick DeBreeze was supposed to be the former two driver, supposed to come in, uh, possibly into that position. I'm going through a couple names out there that could possibly fill it. Uh, Nico Hulkenberg, uh, Daniel Kefia, um, uh Zao, who is a Formula 2 driver, very good Formula 2 driver, but I would like to see, and I made this point with Mike a while back too, is this is the Russian that Haas should have gotten, basically, instead of Mazepin, and that's Robert Schwartzman. He is a very good Formula 2 driver. He's third in points right now. Uh, I think he finished Second. The season beforehand, right behind um, Mick Schumacher,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he's a really good driver, and I think that's where Alfa Romeo should go. <laughs> we'll see. How about you, Jazz? Any particular person, future Formula Two or even past drivers you'd like to see in that Alfa Romeo spot? Um, I was I was a, uh, a Nico.
1: Um, I, I was a, a Hulkenberg fan. Mm. So, um th- that would be
0: fun. That would be fun to see him back in uh in Formula 1. For sure. Yeah, he's a really good driver. Um mm-hmm. not not championship based material, but yeah, I would like to see him back in Formula 1 too.
1: Yeah, I think he just it was an unfortunate situation that led to his uh a premature exit from Formula 1, but he wasn't he wasn't performing poorly. You know, he wasn't doing terribly. I think um relative to his expectations. So I think he deserves to be in Formula One.
0: Absolutely. So we're going to break down the um, Dutch Grand Prix with who would expect it that Max would finish in first. Lewis in second, but Botas, uh, surprising to all of us, we did not get Botas in third. He came in pretty good there. Gaston in fourth, Leclerc in fifth, Alonso in sixth. Portal size in seventh, Perez and eighth. He moved up pretty good. He was a driver of the day. Wait, did I not have Botox? What, who did I have for the third? You switched up. You originally had it, but you changed it to uh, Charles. Charles Leclerc to third. Oh, that was stupid. That's okay, though. Um, it's
1: okay for you because you're not getting the points.
0: I, I didn't get that anyway. What? No, you're not losing the points, I'm saying. No, I had Norris, though, in third. Yeah. He finished 10th. Yeah. I was the most surprised I was with, uh, it was Perez going up, I think, 12 red spots to finish eighth, dead last. Now, right. it's, that like itself, it is a very hard track to overtake, but apparent, apparently Perez found a way.
1: Yeah, no, very impressive uh, drive from him. Um, from a results standpoint, you you also have to um, you have to acknowledge that uh, that Leclerc is constantly coming in with uh, with very very solid results in that Ferrari, um, especially relative to uh, to his counterpart. Um, he just keeps outperforming signs so. I mean, you, we kind of expect that from him. In in my opinion, he's a world championship driver. Signs is a very good driver. Um, maybe not world championship, but um, but yeah, I, I think you know this uh, this race was. It wasn't as much of a surprise, I guess, as it uh, as a, as it could have been. I think for the most part, even though um, we didn't do amazing on on points as far as like predicting what would happen. Um, I think no one's was super surprised by any particular outcome. M- maybe maybe a, a, a decent Alonzo finish was was nice to see, right? Like him him finishing I think he finished what sixth?
0: Yeah, he finished sixth. Six. Yeah. Yeah. Bulcan finishing ninth. So Bulcan yeah. finishing points, which is nice to see. And I made, I made this point earlier too. Is like uh, since the past few races, Alonso seems to find his rhythm and he's been finishing in points pretty good. Every single I race.
1: Mean, he finished ready. ahead of a Ferrari, in an Alpine.
0: Yes. And actually, yeah, you passed uh, Carlos there, if I'm not mistaken. And Pierre Gasly finished fourth. Uh, he's also been pretty consistent himself. That's a, an excellent result for him very good result. Yeah. Um, but your point on, we talked about this too, Daniel Ricardo. I mean, you got two McLarens finished back to back 10th and 11th, but I don't know what happened this past week. And I don't know if it's just a downside ever since the break for uh, McLaren. Or is it too early to tell?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I, I want to give them a little bit of time. They've, uh, they've done so well in the first half of the season. Uh, hopefully, this doesn't mean that they're they're falling apart. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it's been a it's been a couple races already. Um, I, where did they wind up coming? Let me see where they are right now.
0: Eleventh, but they're, uh Ferrari passed them the points.
1: Because this this race, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Ferrari just he would have just passed them. So um, yeah, I mean that's 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 unfortunate because they. That would have been, uh, well, I, I, let's not call it right now, you know, that would have been a fantastic result, obviously, to uh, to finish third ahead of Ferrari if they did that. If Ferrari, so th- this is why it's more significant for McLaren to come in third than the Ferrari. Um, McLaren, obviously, being a, a team that's struggled over the last five or some odd years, probably more than that, uh, if we go further back, but... Um, but they've really struggled in in recent years, and so to finish behind only Mercedes and Red Bull would be an extraordinary result for them. Ferrari is a team with such legacy that only a win actually matters, right? If they come in second or they come in tenth, no one actually cares that much because they're expected to win. They're kind of like they're kind of like um let's say they're like Lakers fans or Yankees fans or Red Sox fans or you know all Patriots fans like just the teams that are are famous for winning championships only a championship really counts
0: we talked about this too didn't we
1: already uh, maybe to some extent because it's 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 been a a theme for the last couple of years <laughs> for sure
0: yeah uh but I see potential on a Ferrari though, depending on how well they develop the twenty twenty two car. We could probably see a fight between them, Red Bull and Mercedes. All depending if they get f- figure out the twenty twenty two car. Maybe. Maybe. I, I still see
1: it as um as them being behind on development because if they're they're not starting from from scratch as a lot of people would would say with the with the new car right because you're still you, you may be starting with uh the same specific specifications as everybody else but you're still using your same development team right it's <laughs> still the same right. engineers um you guys still have the same in-house process for uh for solving problems and all the rest so uh, I, I still think that they're they're solidly behind those teams and, and not going to be competitive immediately. I think their car could, you know, as it has in spurts, which I still don't understand. Maybe you could help enlighten me, but I still don't understand the spurts of excellence that just come out of nowhere from, from Ferrari. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think next season going to be, I think it's going to be sporadic at best. That well,
0: leads to, uh, Ashton Martin, Alfa Romeo, both Williams, all of them finish out of points. I was kind of shocked about the Williams not finishing in points um, compared to the last two other races they had. They were look- they had promise, but now it looks like they're back on the downslope.
1: Yeah, Maybe disappointed, not, not, not shocked <laughs> for me.
0: Yeah. Now we head over to Monza, one of my favorite tracks. I absolutely love it. Awesome track. Very great track. Fastest track on the calendar. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be the second race with sprint races on Saturday. So qualifying well, will be on Friday and sprint is going to be on Saturday to determine the uh, race order on uh, Sunday there. I w- was kind of surprised because I thought a sprint race be something like similar to a NASCAR start where they are – all moving um i didn't realize it was going to be as a standstill start like the normal lights out yeah but i thought it's going to be like a movie start you know so they could get a, a, a move going you know type of thing but that'd
1: be interesting um but yeah, know they they uh they start from the stop
0: mm-hmm. i mean i still you know still up in the air about a sprint race, but it's, it's something different. Four-on-one's trying something different. You got to respect that. So we'll see. Um, so we go into predictions. Mike actually texted us his predictions while we're here on air. He is going with, and beforehand we're making that joke. It's like, we're going to put um, a pen on top and something else. So he could actually, you and I Jazz can actually try to make up in points there. Um, but he has Verstappen coming on pole and winning. Perez in second, uh, Hamilton in third, and his uh, wild card prediction is Gasly will finish fourth. So, with that, Chaz, what you got?
1: Well, this is the uh, the one year anniversary of uh, of Gasly's win.
0: That's
1: right. Uh, last uh, last year, I think that podium was. Um, Signs and stroll. That's right. So cringe. <laughs> what a strange podium. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'll, uh, I'll, go, I'll I'll go. I'll uh, go. I'll go Hamilton Verstappen, Botas. and uh, Bottas. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna go with the strategy of just going after the same one every time and hoping that uh, the consistency is what brings me success here.
0: Okay. At least you got a plan. Uh, what's your extra prediction?
1: Let's do Let's put uh, let's put Norris in. Well, actually let me let me shake things up a little bit. I shook it up uh shook it up last uh, last time too with a very ambitious Leclaire prediction. Um, let's go with uh, Ricardo top five. Ricardo
0: top five. Top five. Come on, Ricky. So you you went safe for the podium, but with your wild card, you went wild card basically. Why not? That's what it's there for. So um, I'm doing things a little different. I'm going with Max, then uh, Lewis. I'm going to go with Charles, finishing out the podium. And I'm going to go with um, a pretty safe bet, pretty safe pick, and I'd say uh, for my wild card, Gasly will finish in the top seven. So I need mm-hmm. to make up points there. Okay. Uh, and speaking about points, after this past weekend, Mike has extended his lead to 390.5. I'm at uh, three twenty-three point five, and Chas, you're at 302. So we got got some ground to make up. Um, yeah, sad sorry. That leads me to your text earlier. Uh, you got Botas on the podium this go-around. Do you think he'll finish on the podium much more? I mean, he may be like a Kimi Räikkönen state of mind. It's like, I don't care. I'm going out for Mayo. I, I just don't care about Mercedes anymore. Uh, I mean, I
1: hope not. Um, I think, you know, all all of this plays into reputation. And, um, you know, his reputation is, for better or worse, it's not going in the right direction, right? Like, and and that's no, I think that's no fault of his own. It's a tough situation to be in, uh, in general, to be the second seat anywhere, because you're just not going, I mean, look at Look at that um, that Red Bull second seat, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's just tough being in a second seat where there's a superstar, greatest of all time driver in the first seat. Um, your seat's always going to be insecure because you're always going to be guaranteed a loss, right? Like you're you're like it's it, it, like what more could he have done? Like like let's be honest about it, right? They've won the constructors every year. That he's been that he's been driving for them. What yeah. more could he have physically done if they yeah. won the if they won the constructors? There's nothing else he could do um, because. But the only thing, other thing he could have done was won the championship himself, right? Uh, versus the the goat. So, um, yeah. So I, it, it's a it's a tough situation. I I think that he'll he'll probably finish out the season um, relatively strong to try to prove everyone wrong. He definitely has that competitive edge um, to him. So ho- hopefully they uh, they still finish out strong and close out the season and, and close out uh, Red Bull for the
0: constructors. Well, you gave me a good Twitter question of the weekend. I'm going to pose this question to you, Jazz. Uh, How many more podiums do you think Bottas has before the end of the year? That'd be a good Twitter question out there for this week.
1: Mm, That's a great question. What do you think? Um, Well, there's eight races left, uh, not including uh, Italy. Um, So I'm going to say, I would say he'll probably
0: come somewhere around five, five. Okay. So I have a, how confident are you on that? Quite. Okay, because I got a proposal for you to make up some okay. points. Okay. If he makes five, mm-hmm. five or over, we'll tack on a hundred points to your total. But it's if both both makes five, okay. But if he doesn't reach that five, you lose a hundred points. Hmm.
1: Okay. Um. Well, five is more than fifty percent, so it's kind of like the the overrun, just kind of fifty percent, which is, you know, that's not too crazy. Yeah, I'll say, um, five is if eh, Five out of nine has to come in third, man. <laughs> Hold on. Let me let me let me uh, let me let me look back real quick. I'm going to take a look at the rest of the season. So, okay. So I just looked into it. There's actually uh, seven races left. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. So eight, including Italy, um, total. So, so let's just go with uh, let's just go with half of the of the remaining races so if he he wins more than half of the remaining races then then it, then it's a deal um yeah I'll, I'll definitely i'll definitely take that now what what happens if we don't race so let's say well th- actually that's the reason why i changed the half i was gonna say what happens if you know, there's certain races that don't happen, but that's the reason why I changed it to half instead of instead of a specific number, because if we wind up canceling races, then <laughs> it, it may make it really tough to get to to get to four. Okay, I'll take it. Four. Well we well there's one less than than I thought. I thought it was nine, but it's actually eight.
0: Okay. So how many podiums has he won so far this season? Or got on the podium so far this season? Uh,
1: so one, two, three, four, five, oh, no. Five, six. Seven. Okay, so that's not that's not great. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So seven out of thirteen, which is a
0: little bit more than half. I'm counting six. So, oh, now I'm counting right, seven. I'll, I'm, not Austria, the second one of Austria. So he has seven. I and mean, what, 12? 13. 13?
1: Yeah. So basically a similar ratio. I'm basically predicting he'll podium at the same
0: ratio he has been. Okay. we us see how it goes. And I'll have something for Mike next week, too, see if he wants to take that better or not. It's going to be a little harder for him because he's way <laughs> in the lead, but um, he may not take it. Williams will finish a race. Well, that's simple. They, they finished races,
1: but. No, they didn't. They, they, uh, hold on. Did they They had a DNF last week.
0: Well, they had one DNF, but.
1: Yeah, so getting both their drivers across the line. So Mads cannot DNF'd. So uh-huh. they'll have to get both of their drivers across the line in every race going forward.
0: I was figuring I'd probably do something more like Haas, but our Haas has to finish a race or Haas has, Haas had to get the points before the end of the season. It's supposed to be hard, not impossible. I was trying to get our benefit here, you know, <laughs> trying to make points, but we'll see. Yeah yeah i love monza i can't wait for it once again qualifying is on friday the sprint race is on saturday and the race itself on sunday so we've got a great weekend coming up um i don't know if it's going to rain or not over in monza state the truth yeah we'll see i'm not sure i don't think so but once again i could be wrong but uh, suggesting no precipitation so know, on the hard rubbers there. Yeah. Which I like. I like the, you know, Monza's the fastest track on the grid. I like to see them go fast instead of, you know, wet weather. So that's probably right. Where. Right. So can't wait for that. In the meantime, guys, please like, share, and subscribe uh, help to grow our channel. Also, leave a comment down below Let's see how we're doing. Give us a new topic, what we'd like to discuss. Also, you can do that also on our Put us an email on that, theformerracing at gmail.com, or even uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Racing and send us a comment on there as well. We'd love to see you. We'd love to hear from you guys. You know, love that interaction. So, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. We can't wait. We'll see you next week right here on the F1 starting grid. Bye, guys.